When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, guys, a quick reminder, all right? I'm just telling you this again because we tell you this on the episode too, but a, a, a note, a notice at the top of the show. If you are not interested in hearing major plot points of the Warcraft movie, even though you may be you know, familiar with the game, if you are, then you're probably not in, in for much of a surprise here. But if you are not wanting to hear a bunch of spoiler talk about the movie Warcraft, then you probably don't want to listen to this special episode. Okay, I just want to give you guys all fair warning because Terpster's seen it twice and he goes in deep about what's going on. So he and I talk at length about very specific plot points and stuff that happens in the film. If that is something you don't like, then don't listen to this. If you do, absolutely do listen to it. And I might even encourage some people to like not worry about spoilers and listen anyway because I think this is a, a great conversation about not only the movie but some of the uh, stuff surrounding the movie whether or not this thing gets sequels all that kind of stuff so anyway there's something in there for everybody if you want it but if you don't want to hear that stuff fair warning okay I've said my piece here we go you're listening to the instance Hey everybody, welcome back to The Instance, a weird episode of The Instance, a special one really, not weird, it's special. Um, I'm Scott Much Johnson. like me. Yeah, like you, you're special. I'm weird. You, and weird, and... I'm, I'm speci- especially weird. <laughs> and you're Terpster, which is uh, a rare a rare sighting here on the show lately. It is so. a very rare sighting, but Scott said, don't worry, Dills and Patrick aren't there, and I said, okay, I'm in then. That's what it is. <laughs> That's what I thought. Um, no, we're gonna do. We're doing kind of a special one-off. This isn't even live. We have no chat room for this because um, the subject matter of what that we're was going the other to, thing I said. I said there's no chat room, right? Yeah, there's no people. And I you said, don't want, I'm in. Yeah, you don't want I'm people in. involved. Forget because I'm always available, Scott. I just I'm very particular about the people I work alongside. Sure, you have um, virtual. Exactly. You have virtual remote ag- uh, agoraphobia. You cannot stand to be around a bunch of people, even if they're not in no, the same no, room. No, 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 Scott, you. not at all. Please, yeah. I, I'm just better than everyone. So, oh wow! Yeah, okay, that's the thing, and I'm really up myself. So <laughs> it's a triple whammy, but it's good to be here. So it, it's been too long. It has I don't been. Know, I, far I hate too long. to count the weeks, nay months, since my last instancing. Yeah, part of it has been because Frenchie's in a different country, and you know, there's stuff going on that way. But also, what's crazy is since you were last here, you've seen the Warcraft movie not once but twice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, is a third time planned, or are you are you good until VHS or VHS till DVD or uh, <laughs> no, until VHS? I'm I'm not going to see it again until it's out on VHS. <laughs> Maybe Betamax. I've still got one of those somewhere. Um, no, I, so yes, and, and the problem is, is the people that I would see it with, yeah, have seen it with me already. Mm. Um, and I don't know. Well, it's, let me let me ask you a question about that. Is so 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 to give people a little heads up, this entire conversation is going to be about the Warcraft movie. We're going to talk Super spoilery guys. Very so spoilery. Please, yeah. If you don't if you don't want to have it ruined, okay, all I'll say up front is I personally 
very much enjoyed it. Yeah, that's not um, a spoiler. We knew, we, but yeah. it's it's obviously. Uh, I mean, I, I read one review which said it's the battlefield Earth of our generation. Yeah, I've heard that. Um, so I'm. I don't know. You, you you're gonna you're gonna find people fall on either side. Um, I haven't heard many people who enjoy Warcraft, be it the RTS or World of Warcraft, that haven't enjoyed it. Um, but that's what we're talking about. That's an important distinction. Uh, that you the, the the it seems to be that people who enjoy it are people who already enjoyed the games or come to it from the game side, and those who don't seem to be reviewers who don't have a lot of connection to the game. I I think so. That's again that's that's my perspective as someone who enjoyed watching it. Um, and again, if you're going to leave us now because of spoilers, um. I thank you for tuning in, yeah. and I apologize for <laughs> cutting your episode short. Yeah. Um, Thanks for downloading I, this 90 at, or so megabyte file. Time, and, yeah. If you've played the original <laughs> RTS games, you, it's not that dissimilar. Yeah, they didn't. They took some liberties, but but for the most part, the core story is what was from the games, right? I mean, Metzen described it as the ultimate version of Warcraft lore. So, yeah. like in Marvel, you have the ultimate series, sure. like you know. Where Spider Man and Iron Man, you know, that's their kind of cool, new, rethought, matured origin story. Yeah, that's how they see the Warcraft movie, as I understand it. Okay. Um. So if they had some sort of janky characters in there to begin with, that they were like, oh, I'm not really sure if this one stands up as well. I mean, this was a you know of its time. Then things are hopefully slightly more resolved. But at the same time, there are certain concessions made potentially to make you know things easier for a mass movie going audience to understand sure um that may take stuff away from the film but again we're going to talk about that now okay so thanks so here's for tuning the plan in. thanks for tuning in thanks for downloading uh, this huge file and uh and not exactly hopefully to... we contribute towards your data cap that's great uh <laughs> make sure to follow me on twitter the underscore t scott at scott johnson willie deals for deals yeah. and not patrick for patrick yeah uh Listen to this show and more at frogpants.com. Yeah. Uh, and I can't really remember the rest of the outro, but yeah. The the, the frog pants. It... Yeah, there you go. Okay, okay now we're yeah. back. All right. Okay. So, right. Um, okay, I got a, I got some questions about what you just said, actually, before we okay. dive too deep Bam. into this. Let's do it. So when you went to L.A. for the first yeah. screening, you were so there. Have you, seen me, have you seen me in the Warcraft movie? Have you uh, seen my, my video? Yeah, I did see yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, that I'm, I'm going to make an assumption that that does not appear in the actual film. Uh, but it's it, a wise assumption to make. Yeah, yes. it's pretty good though. Um, people should Thank see it you. if you haven't seen it. Um, now, when you were there at the screening, Duncan Jones was there. Actors were there, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So you got a chance to talk to those guys. Um, yeah. Did you, outside of what I've seen from the the stuff you did for Yogg's video, did you get anything out of them that was, I don't know, insightful about the movie or anything about the creation of it? That so. Kind of- um- Paula Patton apparently hadn't seen it till London, which I found a bit strange mm. because she was in LA and stuff like that. I don't know if she was just, if that was just how she wanted to react, you know, after the screening. She was like, wow, that was amazing. Yeah, that's the first time I've seen it. I don't know if that's like her stick and she does that all the time. Yeah. Um, Duncan Jones said, for example, with uh, Garona. So Garona Half Orkin yeah. um, is her full name and she's a half orc. Yeah. Um, she's meant to bridge the two tails, the two sides. You've got the orcs on one side and the humans on the other. Um, in our game narrative, she's half orc, half Draenei, which makes sense because the Draenei are on Draenor. Uh, they are the first uh, assaulted people of the orcs yeah. uh, in our lore. 
Yeah. And, uh, and if you get a Drenai, if you get a Drenai and an orc drunk one night, things can happen. Well, I think it, I think it was more of a kind of product of like war raping and pillaging, oh, basically. Oh my! So okay. exactly, it's quite dark. It's quite dark. And then so Corona's brought up, but she's still like this person who kind of interacts with the the Alliance and King Lane and is part of that story. Um, however, in the film, rather than being half orc half Drenai, they make a half orc half human. Oh, and that's something that isn't really touched on in the film and yet is a change they made so actually knowing that she's half human it doesn't ever really explicitly say it and so i was thinking like oh actually is she and basically cutting room floor it's one of the many things that duncan jones had and it apparently up into a very recent variant of the film there was a scene which dealt with corona's history and kind of where she comes from she's basically in chains mm. from the beginning of the uh, um film and yeah. she acts as like a translator um for between the orcs and the other races she seems to have a gift so of, so uh, so wait a minute though if she's on if she's on uh her planet of dranor is that mm -hmm. where she is yes okay so but how the how did a human get there so well exactly that's what we don't know all right and the thing is is that for example um so again i mean this is just i'm just gonna have to spoil things yeah spoil it all it's all good so, from okay. here on out go so, for it Film opens up. Keep in mind, people, I have not seen this movie yet, so I am willingly taking these spoilers yeah. right to the face. Okay, go ahead. So, film opens up. You've got Duratan doing a voiceover yeah. about, you know, the orcs and humans have been at war for many years and stuff like that. You know, it's eternity and stuff like that. Um, and you've just got this nameless orc and this nameless uh, human storming soldier. And I believe this was a footage shown at a Comic-Con a while ago. Yeah, where he clinks his uh, sword and shield yeah, together. Exa and, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then and then it just finishes with an orc kind of bringing a hammer down. And yeah. you're thinking, like, there's no way anyone's going to be able to stand up to that. Yeah. This is like an eight-foot-tall orc. It's insane. But you're just like, whoa, yeah. I'm buzzed. Sure. Then it cuts to Duratan looking all pensive. And if you remember at BlizzCon when they showed a trailer, they showed the emotion on the orc face. Yeah. Now, that's Duratan. That's Toby Kebble. Yeah. Um, and he's uh, lit by campfire in his yurt with her, his wife, Draka, who's pregnant with their baby. And they're kind of discussing, you know, what I've thought up some names Draka's saying. And he's like, hush woman, I'll, I'll decide what the name is. <laughs> I'm, I'm the chieftain. Um, so this was they, all, this is all very reminiscent to your fatherhood experiences. Oh, and, definitely. Sure. But the thing is, is that they're, they're laughing and embracing and they are alive. Yeah. So straight from the beginning, you've got these, these completely CG characters that are performance captured um, that for me, at least I was, there was no sort of, Oh my God, look how good that great. It was just like, Oh, these are, these are real things. These are real orcs. These are real people. Mm. Um, and so, so, so they, they're doing that. And they're, then uh, you come out of that hut and they're walking towards what we know as um, uh I was going to say, it's not Hellfire, Sister. What's, um, what's oh. it? Hellfire. Hell, yeah. Uh, yeah, Hellfire. So, so where the dark portal is. Yeah. And basically you, what you learn is that Draenor's falling apart. You know, it's all been, that it's dying. It's a dying world. Yeah. And so Gul'dan, who's this dark warlock sorcerer of the Horde. A-hole. Yeah. Risen, risen to power. Yeah. Um, is he, with, is he like a power? When you say risen to power, is he like, um, I mean. He like, isn't the war chief. Okay. He isn't the top chieftain. Yeah. But. He is at the same time. He is. He's in essence in control because he controls the fell. So he's like he's like Worm Tongue or um, that, he that isn't idea. He's like Worm Tongue. He's like uh, Saruman. Okay. Um, and but he he's he's like 
he he is the Dark Lord. He is the big Kahina. Yeah. Um, but he is not War Chief of the Horde. That is Black Hand. Okay. Um, so the Fell. It's not Fell Magic. They don't call it Fell Magic. It's just called the Fell. Okay. And forevermore will be called the Fell. All right. Um, I don't now, like the that. Fell I don't like that as much. It's it's jarring. I don't know why it is, but it is. Um, the Fell is the source of power that the Orcs are now using. Um, and they need they use it to power this great giant demonic gateway of the dark portal. Yeah. Um, and uh, that portal is paid for in life. <laughs> and so they've got loads and loads of captured Draenei in cages. So you see the Draenei straight up, and it's like, oh, shit, I didn't know the Draenei were in this. Mm. Um, and that's because they're not. They are just in this shop. Okay. So you go in there, and uh, Gul'dan's walking along with his chained-up slave Leia Garona, um, and uh, this Draenei mother grabs Corona by the hand, uh, arm, and says, you know, like, uh, please let my child go. You know, just just let my baby go. Uh, and then Gordon's like, what did she say? And she's like, well, she said, let, let your baby, let her baby go. And he's like, no, I need them. I need all the life. Everything. Um, exactly, yeah. it is. And so you're like, what? <laughs> and so basically um, they then, Gul'dan fires up the fell magic. Yeah. And fires up the dark portal. Yeah. Massive, beautiful spectacle where he draws in all the life forces, which is all these big white streams of energy go into him. And then he chucks his hand out and all this green energy comes forth from him, spills into the portal, sets it alight. And you see the glimmering world of the black morass, uh, just the morass, I think it's called, mm. um, of, of, uh, of um, the Eastern Kingdoms. Right. And um, then. He says, look, we've only got enough Draenei to send through our very best warriors, okay? We're going to have to go through this portal and capture these weak beings on the other side, these humans, and we will gather them up and get enough of them that we can bring forth the whole of the Orc Horde, and we will leave this dying land and take their world. So hold on, it takes individual... So what is it, like an individual person re represents a they battery per orc? They go into the ratio. Okay. Um, there's, there's lots of Draenei <laughs> in cages, yeah. and there's a fair few orcs go through. But that's the concept. So they are now going to Azeroth through the Dark Portal, and they have to go because uh, they need to get more people on the other side to then bring everyone through, and everyone has to go through because the world is dying. Yeah, I got so it. So they have to leave. Yeah. Now, Draca and Duratan. Hold on, back up. Are the 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 Draenei look like the, they get the horns and the they yeah, look like Draenei? Yeah, they look okay. like Draenei. You only see a Draenei female really up close. Okay. Um, but basically, when they get all the life sucked out of them, they turn into like withering husks. They look like. Do you remember the Diablo Three Reaper of Souls cinematic, the opening one? Oh, where right. Paradrim got um like you know you sucked all the life out of them. Sure. Kind of like that. Oh, okay. You just become like these husks yeah. of a of a being. Yeah. Um. So then. Draca, who's pregnant, very pregnant at the moment, um, you know, um, Duratan's like, can you hide your fat belly? <laughs> and she's like, better than you can hide that fat head of yours, you dick. <laughs> and it's good. They've got banter. It feels nice. They're people. And so there, he's like, you know, she wants to go through with Duratan because she wants him to be there to name the baby um, when he comes. Is it still a very, is a very patriarchal uh, society is how they're painting it, though? Like dudes yeah, in charge? It, it, well, kind yeah, I mean, Less so, it's, it feels like a, a tribal society. There's clans. They talk about, you know, I've never seen this many clans in one place before. Yeah. Um, and so it's, it's, they're all there. Something, something big's happening. You get that you've joined these people at a time of change. Okay. Um, so they go through the, the dark portal, which is amazing. It's like 
they step through and then it's like they're swimming underwater and they're just like, whoa, what the f- what's going on? Um, and then like like trees are going past them mm-hmm. and then suddenly Draka starts grabbing at her belly like, oh, oh my God. Ah! Because oh, because the, the portal. She's gone through yeah. the dark portal and she's got a baby. Yeah, she's got a kid. And this is all dark, fell magic. It's paid for in life. Sure. Um, so she gets to the other end and it, they are crawling out of a lake and the dark portal basically on the other side was the lake of the Black Morass. Oh. And the trees that were going past them were literally trees that were falling in from the side of the lake. And it's beautiful. You just see all these things coming in. And it kind of flips perspective from walking in horizontally to swimming up and then crawling out of this lake. Yeah. And so all the orcs then are on the side of the, uh, of the lake. And you've got the brown orcs, which are the Frostwolf clan, the only clans not to imbue the fell magic yet. And then all these other green orcs. And Draka's there and she's like, ah! And it's like, it's like, oh, you, you brought a pregnant woman through. Um, um, uh, Clancy Brown gets all Clancy, Quincy Brown. Clancy, Clancy. 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 Yeah. yeah, he gets all like angry black hands. Like, why'd you bring her? Oh, well, you know, you, oh, you, you dick, man. We've only got enough of the best warriors. And you bring, you bring her along. <laughs> um, and uh, anyway. He, uh, by the way, he was the voice of Thrall in the, the old. Point, like, yeah, in the adventures. The adventure game that never yeah. happened. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And so, so anyway, so she's there. She gives birth on the side of the swamp and the baby's dead. Oh. And you're like, holy crap. So is Thrall not in this continuity? Yeah. And basically it's like, you know, it's this husk of things. Gul'dan walks over, picks this baby orc up in his hand. And then over in the far side, he sees a, a, a doe or deer. Yeah. And he sucks the life out of the deer with his fell magic and then breathes it into the baby. Uh, which we know as Thrall. Is that why Thrall is green? And then he turns green. <laughs> why is that so funny to me? That's funny to it's, me. It's I don't know. And it's it's powerful. And then it's this sort of thing where it's like, ah, crap. I mean, like, this is something that they've chosen not to be a part of, but now it's saved their child, their son. Ah, kind of, okay. Right. And it kind of sets the tone of like, wow, you know, this is, this is something serious. Yeah. Then, so, so the orcs are now in Azeroth. Uh, the next thing we see is we see Lothar, Anduin Lothar, who is leader of the uh, the armies of Stormwind, um, and he is in Ironforge. And you see Ironforge with all the forges. Uh, it's beautiful. He's there with a dwarf. I don't think it's Magni, but and I don't want to sound super racist, but they all do look alike. Um, <laughs> and uh, basically, he goes like, "Oh, you're gonna like this one, Lothar. Uh-huh. It's called a boomstick." <laughs> And he gives him a small <laughs> pistol. I say a small pistol. It's like a blunderbuss pistol. Okay. Um, and uh, like he's aiming with it and saying, oh, this is, you know, what does it do? Uh, and uh, then a dwarf runs in out of breath and he's like, Lothar, I got a message for you. And he's like, oh, what is it? It's the king. He wants you back in Stormwind. And he's like, okay, sweet. And then whoosh, we start going through the most intense 20 minutes of film that you will experience because I don't know if the studio of Blizzard said, guys, make sure you get the whole world of Warcraft in there. We got It's got to seem like a world because it's just like, you know, each shot has a new subtitle underneath it of like, you know, it's Ironforge, uh, Elwyn, Stormwind, uh, Darkshire. And you just got, you know, all these names coming up. And you're like, oh, shit, where are we now? Is it all and, and Eastern the, Kingdoms? All Eastern Kingdoms. Right? This is, yeah. yeah. And because because Kalimdor's not been discovered yeah, yet. Yeah, it's not even a so thing. We don't know right. about the Night Elves. We don't know about the Tauren, right. the Quillbore. Right. I know. Right. Um, the Quillbore. <laughs> we're, um, so, we're, so we're there. And so the next shot is, it says Goldshine. 
So we're going to Goldshire. Yeah. And I was thinking like, oh man, we better see some people doing it. Or like a guy <laughs> dancing on a mailbox. Yeah. Um, but we don't. What we get as we pan across this lake as this horse rides in is a murloc. No way. And it's like, oh shit, there's a murloc. Um, and it uses the exact same sound from the game. And does it is, does it feel a little nice, is it like the Wilhelm but, scream kind of? But exactly. For me, it brought me out a bit. Each yeah. of the nods brought me out a bit. But then you kind of smile a bit to yourself, like, oh, okay, cool. Because it's still at the same time, I, I'm still like just loving the fact that my world's alive. Yeah. This is the game I've played for decades, yeah. over a decade now, and it's breathing. Yeah. And it, it is real. These characters are riding around. Anyway, you go into the to the Lion's Pride Inn, uh, the site of many a cyber sexing, um, <laughs> and you've got King Lane in there with uh, his queen uh, and uh, a Stormwind regiment of, of, of guards. And Lothar comes in. He's like, hey, what's up, King? And uh, he's like, you know, a whole barrack's been, been destroyed. And it's like, well, a whole barracks? What just disappeared? It's like, yeah, yes, just raiders took it out. We don't know who they are. Um, but so we this, found, at this point, they think it's other humans or something like because they, they don't know. They've yeah. never encountered orcs before. Right. They don't know what's going on. Right. Um, but they're like, but we found this guy poking around the bodies, and you're thinking like, oh no, who's this going to be? And so it is a young mage Ooh. by the name of Cadgar. Ah. So Cadgar is a guardian, or was a guardian, or guardian in training. And so he's kind of renounced his vows. He's decided he didn't want to do that anymore. So he's kind of been kicked out of the Kirin tour. Um, but he's, he can't ignore his training and his skills. And he's drawn to the, to the site of this attack because he senses that something wrong was there. And basically, he, he asks Lothar to inspect the bodies and does so. And in so reveals fell. Mm. Fell magic, the fell, has been used. And he's like, the fell? On Azeroth. Oh, so they know. So they're familiar with the fell. They're aware of the fell. Yeah. But at the same time, no one really is. And he's like, well, what does that mean? Lothar says. And he says, I, this isn't for me to talk about. We need to go to the Guardian. Oh, I so see. Because the they're, they're going to know. Yeah. Exactly. So the Guardian is uh, Medivh. Medivh, yeah. Do they call him Medivh or just the Guardian? Yes. Well, okay. they call him Medivh and the Guardian. Okay. But the thing is, so then, so they go and talk to King Lane and uh, they're like, the, the Guardian hasn't been seen for, for years. And he's still like, well, he can't ignore this. He takes his, his ring off and gives it to Lothar and says his king summons him. And this is a thing where, again, from the law, King Lane, uh, Anduin Lothar and Medivh actually grew up together and were like the best of friends. Yeah. And they all like hung out and you know, were, were BFFs. But as they've grown up, Medivh's become reclusive. Yeah. And it's, you know, I think the weight of, of so many innocents on his, on his shoulders weighs heavy on him. Yeah, he's like, he's Obi-Wan Kenobi. He's, he's got to go hide in a cave. It, exactly. Yeah. So then we get this sweet thing where Lothar hops on top of a griffin and says to Cadgar, hop on. He's like, oh, cool. And so then they fly off to Karazhan. Yeah. Another subtitle, Karazhan. Uh, <laughs> how much gold, how much gold did they have to pay to I the I don't know. It's, it's his. He's got his own flying mount. <laughs> but, you know, somehow he could fly in vanilla. I was like, what? Weird. Um, Anyway, so then we're in Karazhan. Now, Karazhan, we're greeted by none other than Morose. So Morose, as you might remember from Karazhan, yeah. uh, the encounter at the banquet, Morose is like um, uh, Medivh's assistant. Right. Uh, like a train. Uh, like um, butler, almost. Yeah, kind of. Um, and so he, he greets him and says, oh, it's great. The Guardian's been really distant. It'd be good to see a friendly face. Uh, he's up the top of his tower. Uh, cue a kind of funny moment when Lothar's all out of breath. 
climbing about a billion steps, which is kind of like at the same time it's funny. And at one level, you like like I thought he's like super fit, like army man. But anyway, so he climbs up all these steps, yeah. and at the top you see this. this and this top- is Travis Famel. Uh, so exactly, yeah. you see topless travel Fumel, tro- topless travel Fumel, yeah. um, at the top, um, crafting a clay golem, and he says normally it takes you know centuries or decades for the magic to permeate the clay, but up here. This 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 golem will be you know magic in no time. Oh, you mean Ben Foster? That's who ben that Foster, is. Ben Foster, sorry, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then Travis is sorry, um, Lothar. Uh, the Lothar, yeah. Yeah. So so they go up there, um, and uh, he's like, "Your king summons you," and he's like, "Okay, who's the guy downstairs?" And they left um, Cadgar downstairs. Yeah. So then what we see downstairs is Cadgar's um, he's his Kieran Tor tattoo starts glowing, uh, and he thinks he sees like this like weird ghostly figure which then disappears into a book. And then when he puts his arm in front of the book, his tattoo glows. Yeah. I don't understand it. It's a little, uh, uh, it's so, a little Harry Potter there. with the tattoo Exactly. Thing. So he grabs the book um, and Medivh comes along. So he, he kind of sl- stashes the book and Medivh like throws him against the wall using magic. Oh, being, right. Like, holds know, him up there. We've seen that clip where he holds exactly. him up. The he's blue. like, you yeah. try to take my job. Yeah. And he's like, no, Guardian. I don't. And at the same time, you're kind of like, why? Who? Why does he want his job? Does yeah. he want his job? Yeah. I don't know if he does. Medivh seems kind of unnecessarily pissed. Um, that Cadgar's there, but then at the same time, kind of is like, ah, that's okay. Like, come on then, let's go to Stormwind, and uh, does a teleport spell, and they do it quite cool. Like, they makes a circle on the ground around him, like kind of summons like this blue magic into a point in front of him, and kind of just boosh, uh, and then they appear in the throne room. Boy, that uh, seems a lot easier than uh, killing a bunch of Draenei to uh, to get, get a giant portal going. You know oh, I mean? exactly. This is, but this is sight to sight. This isn't world to world. Oh, okay. So he's he's going from Karazhan to Stormwind, right. and he's boom right in there. He's like King Lane, how you doing? My, you know, my king. Uh, you know, this is a serious thing. Um, is he, we wearing, is to... he wearing the weird feather shoulder things? Yep, yep. And he's got the staff of Atiesh as well. Sweet Atesh. Um, and uh, so then they're talking. He's saying like, look, we got a, we got to find out who's doing this. Um, we got to have our own little, you know, raiding party. Let's go out and let's try and see if we can capture some of whoever this is yeah. that's using this fell magic. Um, so they go on, on there, and then, then you get to the bit in the trailers where they the orcs, uh, you've got Blackhand throws a horse. Oh, um, there's like a yeah, fight in the, in the woods. Exactly, they've got an like, orcish ambush. Yeah. So they stop this tree, and it's like all crackling with green energy. And Medivh's like, oh my God, this is the fell in Azeroth? <laughs> this is, whoa, this is messed up. And then Cadgar's like, uh, guys... I think there's, and then all these orcs come in and like these, these storming guards just get destroyed. Yeah. And so Medivh starts chanting some incantation, just starts cooking something up while Cadgar pops a bubble around him and Duratan's there. And he like comes up to Cadgar's bubble and it's like, well, this is weird, man. This is, this is weird. (laughs) Um, And then Medivh finishes his spell and then all of the green orcs like implode. So basically, he's found a way to like kill, fell, infuse things. Yeah. So it takes it, it takes it all out of him. Like he's like he uses up all of his mana. He goes oom. Um. But all of the green orcs just kind of explode. Yeah. Um. And uh, Black Hand uh, fights with Lothar. A uh, Black Hand's a brown orc, by the way. Oh. Uh, him and Duratan and uh, um, uh, Doomhammer, Ogrim Doomhammer. They're all brown. So they haven't been fell infused yet, right? But uh, that's why but, the, that's the thing. That's the sto- was that the story in the game as to why the orcs were yeah, green? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The orcs okay. drank the I blood. Remember of that? 
I couldn't remember um, that. Oh, that's right. That's right. And that turned them so all. So they had demon blood, whereas here it's 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 just being infused by the fell. Got it. So it's basically Gul'dan shooting them with a green laser beam. Right. Um. Anyway, so they, so they so, don't do they don't have anything to do with uh, with uh, what's his name's dad. Um. Uh, freaking uh, hell scream. Uh, yeah, hell, the hell screams are not so represented. That's the thing. So what you see, so Grom is a frost wolf, and you will see Grom hell scream. You will see Cadgar uh, Blade Fist, or Cargath Blade Fist, even sorry. Um, you will see um, Kilrog Deadeye. You will see these famous orcs that really? we remember from the old games and from Warlords of Draenor, yeah. but they will not say a word. Oh, really? So it's it's weird. Like I said, it's like, oh my God, that's, that's oh, that's, that's Grum Hellscream. How do you know and it's he- Cadgar Blade Fist? Because his, his, he's so got... So you see him, he is like gray, whitey orc, like in the game, yeah. and has a big blade on his hand <laughs> so i'm all black, excited about that i don't yeah. know why so well, it's, it's cool scene honestly i really like that so black hand is tumbling with lothar it's all getting a bit you know kind of heavy back and forth um and lothar uses his boomstick okay like uh you know black hand grabs the end of the gun um lothar pulls the trigger blows his hand off oh dude it's just and i think so that's how black hand loses his hand um and you know lothar you know is both of them are very surprised at what a boomstick does. Yeah. They're like, holy moly. Yeah, man. we've invented uh, uh, gun, uh, uh, firearms guns. here. Exactly. Sure. Bam, this is amazing. Um, so the brown orcs that are left, which is basically Ogrim, Doomhammer, Duratan, and um, Warchief Blackhand, yeah. um, retreat. They, they steal a horse, they, they jump on some wolves, and they retreat. Okay. And these um, wolves are cool? Big giant wolves? Massive wolves. Oh, yeah. That's and they cool. look cool. So they're racing off. Yeah. And then Lothar's like, uh, guys, we need a prisoner. Let's run after him. Um, so they're all, they're all running away. Duratan sees Garona yeah. trying to pull. She's in another encampment bit where the orcs around her have been blown up by Medivh as well. Mm. And so she's trying to break free of this chain. So he pulls his axe out, swings it down at her and breaks the chain and then rides off. Um, then the uh, Lothar chases down this other orc um, and uh, manages to knock him off his wolf um, and knocks him out. Uh, and then his wolf comes along and he's all like, oh, don't come any further. I'll kill your master. And the wolf's like, oh, okay, screw it, and runs off. So then they've, <laughs> they've caught themselves a big, angry brown orc. Um, he doesn't have a name. He's just a, uh, he's just a red he's shirt. He's just a guy. Okay. And then uh, Kadgar uh, captures Garona. So he captures her and he's all like, guys, I got one. And they're like, oh, you got the run of the litter. Because she's just this tiny little half orc, half human orc lady. Yeah, yeah. Um. So then they they're going back to the um to Stormwind. So they've got her and this brown orc in the back of a of a uh a truck, and they're riding it back. And uh, he's like, "Don't you tell him anything?" And she's like, "She's talking to Lothar." Now it's a really clever scene because they basically switch between the different languages, and she's our bridge. So. You're I wonder the how they speak. were going to handle that. That's interesting. It's, okay. it's really cleverly done. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's kind of like Red October, but without, I don't, like, I don't mean it in like an insulting way. Like in Red October, they're all speaking Russian mm-hmm. and then they kind of zoom into them mm-hmm. and then, oh, yeah, I'm Sean Connery now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and it, it's kind of like that in that when the perspective of the character that speaks a language is at the focus, and like, so when Garona's talking to the orc, you'll hear that in English. But when she's talking to Lothar, you'll hear that in English. And the orc 
will sound like blah, 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 and stuff like that. And you'd be like, oh, what's that guy saying? Yeah. And then equally, when she's talking to the orc, Lothar will sound like Iliath, the blue, the blue, da. And, um, <laughs> and it's, it's kind of, but it's cool. Like, it, it isn't cheesy. I like that. It, that's, that's a really nice touch in that bit. Mm. Anyway, long story short, Lothar ends up saving Garona from this orc who gets really pissed off that she's talking to the Then humans. they fall in love, right? Isn't there a deal there? That's where it's heading. That's yeah. where it's heading. So yeah. she comes back. She meets King Lane. She says, look, you know, these people are, you know, they're orcs, uh, but they are, um, you know, they've come from this. She's going to help them out. And he's like, well, stay a night in the cells and we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, the story progresses uh, and Cadgar starts doing a bit more investigating in this book that he got from Medivh. And it's starting to tell him a few things about like the dark portal. And it says about, you know, you should... Um, uh, like uh, search for uh, Aliod, I think her name is. I forget. It's like the first guardian's name. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so they carry on. Um, Duratan is chatting to Ogrim, and he's like, "Look, at, isn't it a bit weird how like uh, you know, Dranor kind of started to fall to crap when Gul'dan came to power, and Ogrim's like, one orc can destroy a world.' And it's like, but I don't know. Like, look here, and then like the camera pans around." And basically, wherever the orcs have been, it's just like rotten. Oh yeah, there's this. I think and I've then, seen the preview scene yeah, of that. Yeah. And then everything else is like lush and green. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, maybe the feld's not really good. And he's like, you know, well, we need to stop it. And then Ogrim's like, well, we can't. There's no way we can overthrow Duratan. Uh, um, uh, Gul'dan. Gul'dan, yeah. Duratan says, well, with the humans' help, maybe we can. Maybe we can. So maybe we can. Yeah. So then they set up this meeting. Yeah. And so um, they meet at Blackrock Mountain. And, is this uh, consistent with Warcraft 1, Orcs and Humans? Which is not really. Okay. That bit's kind of changed. There okay. wasn't as much cooperation between the factions. Yeah. Um, but kind of beat-wise so far, we kind of hit with the stride of it. So they meet at the um, they meet at the, the mountain. The meeting stone. And the yeah. meeting stone. Yeah. There is a meeting stone in there as oh well, actually. Oh, my lord. Really? Really? Um, yeah. It, but it's fine. It's just in the background. It's fine. Okay. Um, but uh, not at this bit, but in, in general. Right. Um, so then they meet there and they're like, sweet, let's do it. But it turns out that Ogrim Doomham has ratted them out. Uh, he's like, shit. And so it's an ambush. So Black Hand's there, load of other walks there. It all goes cray. Okay. Medivh shows up and Medivh puts down a massive lightning wall uh, to separate the fight and kind of, you know, allow the humans to retreat. Uh, but he traps Lothar's son on the other side of the wall, okay. inadvertently, right. with a load of other Stormwind guys. Yep. Lothar tries to get to him, can't. Black Hand is there. Now, he's obviously lost his hand now, and he's just got like this big dagger in place of it, this big spike, and runs it through Lothar's son, whilst looking at Lothar, being like, I understand, you took my hand, I've just taken your son. Mm. Um, so it's like, whoa, whoa. Um, so then Lothar's really annoyed, and, and you know he gets drunk. Garona's really upset, because she's like, ah, shit, Lothar's going to blame me now, because... I kind of vouched for Duratan and this whole alliance thing um, and it didn't work out and now his son's dead. Um, and Medivh keeps kind of getting wiped out. He keeps going back to Karazhan to kind of sit in his magical pond and recharge his batteries. Sure. Um, so we're at this place now where the orcs have really made quite a few inroads into, into the world yeah. and uh, we're now... Uh, we've got both sides kind of wondering what to do next. So they established. Uh, so here's a. Uh, this is my just a curious question. If if they didn't have enough, uh, fell or whatever on the other side, or didn't have enough victims to to get enough people, the entire horde through the portal, mm -hmm. do they have enough though that they can wage a decent 
war or is it just because they're all 10 foot tall and that's enough or? exactly they are they they outmatch every human and also they've had the element of surprise up until this point okay. you know they've just been this thing the humans don't know what they are or how to deal with them or what at this encounter they do a lot better than they did on the first encounter like they form up a shield wall they start to work together the humans and they start to be able to fend off the orcs a bit more yeah. um but anyway, so this this then progresses um, and we get to the kind of next stage uh, where um, it's revealed that the orcs were invited to Azeroth. And it turns out that, so Cadgar's like, holy shit. And Medivh gets all pissed, burns all of Cadgar's research and it's just like, you stole my book, you're a dick. Um, and, and, <laughs> wait, 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 really but who are, they, who are they accusing of, uh, who's accused well, exactly. of doing it? Well, that's the thing, is they're not sure, mm. but Cadgar's got his suspicions. So he leaves and goes to Dalaran. Yeah. Now, Dalaran is a floating city in the sky. Now, hold on. Back which, of that truck up. Yeah. I thought that was in the ground until... Uh, exactly, and Arthas tr- trashed it, and then in Wrath of Lich King, they ripped it out of the ground and put it up in the sky up in Northrend. And also, we're going to be playing with it in the sky in legion yeah uh, that's true move. that's true that's but our new hub I think, city again, again what they decided was that's really freaking cool yeah. a big flying city yeah um so anyway hard to, hard to deny them that you know I exactly mean, it's cool you can live with it it's great so yeah. we we land in dalaran it's kind of as you kind of remember it but not as faithful as some of the other sets yeah um and he goes up uh to the kirin tour um and i'm pretty sure it's archmage antonidas he doesn't have as long a like a, a white beard, but he's kind of got glowing blue eyes and a and a kind of white goatee, and he's Welsh for some reason. Oh, um, right. but anyway, so he's like um, he says the name Aladai, and Cadgar's like, oh, you shouldn't know what that is. Um, come with me. Um, but he's still a bit like you know, like you know, Cadgar, you 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 you've got some gall coming back here. You know, you left. You you don't come back, you bastard. Um, anyway, so they it's this big giant cube. It's this amazing cube that's kind of floating around with all these mages kind of firing some spells at it. And you're wondering, like, what the heck is this? And then suddenly it stops and a doorway opens. And Cadgar's like, do I go in? And then Antonidas delivers one of the best lines in the film that I don't want to, I mean, I'm spoiling. I've literally, oh, this isn't even a review. This is just me telling you the film. Yeah, now. you're, yeah I'm, yeah, I'm getting step by step here. I, I'm really enjoying this. <laughs> he, delivers, he delivers a great line that yeah. I won't ruin for you, but I guarantee you, Everyone laughs, okay. including you. All it's right. genius. Cadgar goes in and he finds uh, this old woman inside in a robe. And she's Aladai. And she was the first guardian. In the comics, it was a man. But it doesn't matter. Um, and she's all like, look, Medivh has been compromised, basically. He was the one who invited the orcs through. He's working with demons and Gul'dan. He's, he needs to be stopped. So Cadgar comes out. He's like, oh, my Jeez, what? No way. What? Really? And so then, while this is happening, Medivh's kind of recharged from his font of power, but he sat in it, and it's all tur- it was blue, and now it's turned green. Oh! The color of fell! And <laughs> the fell, yeah. Is, yeah, Morose is like, oh, are, are you okay? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm starting to feel far more myself. <laughs> I took a big green and, shit. And then, and then drains all the life out of Morose. Oh, Morose no! Bam. You're like, oh shit, he's turned bad guy. Yeah. Um, and then his face turns into something similar of Davy Jones's crew um, in um, Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, like a, they're undead in the light in the moonlight or whatever. Yeah, exactly. It's really weird, sort of like kind of like barnacly 
weird skin just a bit disfigured and like his beard goes a bit funky and you're like oh shit yeah. and he turns into like this weird scary zombie demony looking face i like ben foster a lot i'm excited to see him in that state now he changes back into his his state and goes to stormwind yeah. where they're saying like look i reckon if we just put all of our guys here we can hold them off and there and then medivh comes in and says look guys just got off the phone with duratan it's back on we're all good uh, we're gonna. We need to send all our forces to the portal. We're gonna take out that, and we're gonna save the day. And um, uh, Lane's like, "Oh well, sweet. If 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 that's what you say, then yeah, of course, let's do that." Uh, Lofel's like, "Yeah, you're crazy." And they're like, "Look, you lost your son. You're mad. You need a timeout. We're gonna put you in the stockades." So we get to see the stockades. Um, so that's the kind of setup. Meanwhile, on the orc side, um, Duratan's been captured. He's in. He's been put into. Uh, the orc prison who's oh uh, the orcs have done it though yeah the orcs have because he's because he's basically talking mutiny at this point exactly exactly yeah. um and draka she's like oh i should have cut you ogrim and he's like yeah you, you probably should but i'm gonna let you go um you know get away from here so she takes little baby thrall and runs off okay where is thrall oh so she's with him okay she's with she's with thrall. all right that's the word so, he was in like some basket somewhere or... so then ogrim comes along to the cage where uh duratan's being held knocks out the guard and you're like hang on which side are you on man and he's all like yeah i kind of messed up you know i i shouldn't have joined with uh Gul'dan. that was a stupid move of me um he's like if the people see wh- how, you know how false Gul'dan is they won't follow him anymore yeah and duratan's like yeah i can i can show them that don't you worry so then we queue up a big showdown and by the way he is big buddies with with Orgrim, right? Those two yeah. are inseparable. They're BFFs. Okay. They're All right. BFFs. All right. So Orgrim is played by Rob Kaczynski, yeah. uh, who's a massive Warcraft player, played lots. Um, Toby Kebble, though, obviously from uh, uh, Planet of the Apes, motion yeah. capture fame, yeah. and uh, Fantastic Four, Doctor Doom. We don't talk about that as much. He, that he was Doctor Doom was terrible. He was great as him, but the but the yeah the movie he was the, in was end, bad. Yeah, was but terrible. that guy's anyway, great. Oh my gosh, the first, he's good. The first half, three quarters of that film is quite good. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we have a Mokrathar something we know of in the books and a sim- we've seen a, a like we had thrall versus um garrosh in dranor yeah yeah it's like a it's almost like a klingon rite of passage battle Ex- exactly it's, it's meant to be an honorable battle uh between two combatants yeah um and you're not meant to use weapons yeah normally um anyway so duratan he's a small he's a smaller orc he's a young orc um goes up against guldan who challenges him and guldan's like yeah bring it i will destroy you um, and Gul'dan's like this hunched over, you know, frail looking. Well, not frail, but he looks he old. Look, yeah, he looks old, and he's got he he's wearing like this sort of like bony mm-hmm. shoulder headdressy thing. Sure, with all his like skulls on it and all that stuff. Exactly. So he stands up. He he rises up from being hunched over, and his kind of robes fall off him, and you see that these big horns and spikes are part of him, and they're kind of coming out of his back, and he looks pretty scary. But anyway, Duratan runs at him, starts wailing on him, punches the crap out of him. Yeah. And you're like, holy crap, he's going to do it. He's going to do it. He's going to save the day because he's the righteous one. He deserves to. Yeah. Then Gul'dan draws his life force out using the fell um, and starts to kind of, you know, melt him. And uh, Total so then warlock they, they get, move, man. Some, exactly. Yeah. They get broken apart and some of the people in the crowd are like, Gul'dan cheats! Um, and he's like, ah! <laughs> now, he is at the same time needing to open the dark pool and he's like, guys, man, I can't, I can't be messing around too much longer. So he decides, screw it. And he just straight up sucks all the life out of Duratan, just turns him into a, 
a husk. Oh, man. And so Duratan fights violently, uh, by, really uh, uh, validly towards the end. Valiantly, that's the word I was looking for. Uh, right up until the end. And gives his life to try and show the orcs how false and crap Gul'dan. Hold on, Duratan dies in this? Yep. This Straight is the death of Duratan. This is, this is. Damn. Um, is that matched with the old story? I don't remember this. That is, yeah, it's, well, they, he didn't live. Um, he died in a slightly different way, um, but he died. How did he die um, in the game? What was that? I think it was a, like a, him and Draka got taken out uh, on a convoy as a party or something like that. Oh, that's, um, that's less exciting. But that's the thing. So the orcs are like, you know, Gul'dan, you're a, you're a scumbag. We're not following you. Yeah. And he's like, well, I have no time for this. The portal's opening. And then straight up just like kills two orcs. Just bam! Just like blows them up with some fell magic. Wow. And he's like, does anyone else have a problem? And they're like, <laughs> back to work. And, you know, and so, so it's like, oh, shit. Job's so, done. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like nuts. <laughs> so, now, so now that was kind of all for nothing in some ways it feels. Ogrim goes, he's like, well, screw you. I'm not following you and you can't touch me. I'm Ogrim Doomhammer. Um, so he goes off. Um, so he, run, he runs out to regroup and figure out what the hell they're going to do. Yeah, he just kind of waltzes off. Um, he's just like, you know, this is my friend who killed. Um, so then we cut to Draka. She's running from the orcs. They're, they're chasing her down. She puts Thrall, baby Thrall, into... He's called Goel, though, obviously. We know him as Oh, Thrall. yeah, yeah. Goel, well, his wife, exactly. his current wife calls him Goel all the time. Exactly. And that's the name that we... That is his name and was given to him right. by Duratan. Yeah. Um, so she puts him in the river. And an orc finds her. She, she fights with the orc, uh, kills the orc, but in doing so, herself gets killed and stabbed. So now Thrall's, both, both of Goel's parents are dead. Oh, crap. Okay, but, I mean, but do, they show the, do they show a part where a human finds the basket and gets him? I'll come on to that. Okay, okay. Uh, so we've now got <laughs> the Alliance forces are massing and heading towards uh, the um, Blasted Lands. Um, and the... Uh, orcs are getting ready to open the portal. Now, the way the portal works is both Medivh and Gul'dan both need to be chanting the incantation at the same time. Right. So Medivh's back at the top of uh, of Karazhan, looking all zombie-like, and he is, you know, um, and Khadgar comes back. Um, so we, we cut to Lothar in the stockades. He's like, look, man, I'm sorry. Can you let me out? Mm. And the guard's like, nope, I got orders. And then uh, he's like, come on. And then all of a sudden, rah, he gets turned into a sheep. And uh, Khadgar runs in and says, only works on the weak, weak-minded. Uh, look, here's your gear. We're getting out of here. No way. Like, he totally oh, yeah. polymorphs him. Oh, polymorphs that's a guard. freaking amazing. Um, so then he breaks um, Lothar out. And he says, look, we've got to stop um, uh, uh, Medivh. And he's like, no, I need to go to the battle. You know, He's like, look, if we don't stop Medivh, the whole of Azeroth is going to be overrun with orcs. Yeah. We need to do that here. You know, your, your, your country, your people... Um, the world needs you. Um, so they hop on, uh, they, 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 they teleport over to Karazhan um, and they face off against kind of zombie demon Medivh. And basically Khadgar's like, look, Lothar, you just need to distract him long enough to stop him talking. That's what we need to do. Lothar and Khadgar, sorry, uh, uh, Khadgar and um, Orgrim working together. That sounds like a blast to me. Oh, no, Lothar, you said. And Lothar, yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. Yeah. I, for a yeah. minute, I thought we had some orc-human uh, Oh, no, no, no. no. We don't get cop. any more orc-human stuff, really. Okay, all right, all right. So, so Khadgar and Lothar are working together, and they're fighting Medivh, but Medivh's obviously super powerful. So Medivh's also like, look, I got to chant this thing. My golem that I was making at the beginning, he can mess you up. 
So then this giant clay golem um, starts animating and starts kind of coming after Lothar. Lothar fights him, uh, ends up, you know, kind of beating him, um, destroying him, kind of like ripping his head off um, it, using some clay tools. It's, it's, it works in the film. Um, and, uh, and then uh, Cadgar's like, sweet, good work chopping his head off like that. Now the golem can't see where he's going. Smart move. And Lothar was like, oh, yeah, yeah, totally, totally planned that. Yeah. Um, and he's like, right, all you need to do now, Lothar, is get Medivh to go into the pool. He just get him in that magic pool and we can sort him. And it's like, oh, well, that, how hard can that be? Yeah, sure. Um, so he goes up, starts kind of walking up to him, gets thrown away with magic and starts taunting Medivh. And Medivh then um, says, all right, screw it, let's do this. Um, starts walking towards him and through the magic pool. And in doing so, he starts to transform more. And he takes on this big horned demon with these, you know, all these spikes and fur and everything coming out of it, this hulking great big demon. And he looks kind of like a, a satyr in, in WoW, kind of towards that, but human. And from what we understand of the books, Medivh was possessed or had an element of Sargeras, the leader of the Burning Legion, right. um, inside him mm. from when his mother, Marwen, fought the Avatar Sargeras. Now, a lot of this will make sense when we play Legion because the tomb of Sargeras is where Legion takes place. Right. And that's where the Avatar Sargeras is stored on Azeroth. It's also so where, it's where What's-His-Beak goes down and revives Illidan. Yeah, so that's where Gul'dan revives Illidan. He yeah. is stored um, around that area as well. Yeah. Um, so, all of this is going on. So now we've got this big Sargeras-style um, Medivh, and he's about to lay some smack down. Um, and uh, then Cadgar lures the stone, the clay golem over to him and casts a teleport spell and basically drops this golem on top of Medivh. Wow. So Medivh gets kind of crushed almost, um, but is still kind of fighting. Um, so then Cadgar goes kind of one on one, starts using his magic, but starts getting tainted himself and his eyes turn green with all this fell magic that's going around. But then Cadgar, and I shit you not now, dings. <laughs> and so basically you get the... Really? And a big, and a big orange glow sort of thing okay. as he kind of finally defeats Medivh. That's amazing. It's a big blinding light. And Medivh is kind of returned to his normal looking face, albeit dying. Yeah. Um, and Cadgar has cleansed himself of any fell that he did pick up at that time. But they don't kill Medivh in this. So yeah, Medivh is dead. But he's big time in Warcraft Three and other stuff. Like you can't just yeah. Have... Well, no, but he died in the original one as well. But oh, he came wait. back in Warcraft Three. Oh, and was like, oh, I didn't know that. Play? See, my I am so rusty on Warcraft One and Two. I, I just it's, it's it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, so we go back to the Dark Portal. Now the humans are there. They've been led actually by King Lane himself because Lothar's in the thing in the in the stockades. King Lane's like, I'll lead the the troops. That's cool. They get there. The first thing they see is a load of frost wolves um, kind of hung up uh, out. You know, they're dead, just strung up like crucified. And they're like, oh, well, I guess we can't count on their help. And it's like, uh oh, the portal's going. So this is all happening whilst this other fight I just described happened. Um, and so the, the portal fires up as Medivh and Gul'dan are both chanting and doing it. Uh-huh. And more orcs start coming through. And every orc that comes through gets instantly... Uh, transformed by the fell so they become green orcs big hulking war crazed death 
blood rage fooled orcs. And it's like, ah, crap. So the humans, they start just like, okay, right, well, we got to try and free as many of these other you know, prisoners as we can. We need to try and fight these guys off. So they, they, they're like, we just got to hold off till Medivh gets here. Uh, they don't obviously know that Medivh's the one that's kind of making it all possible. So what happens then? They fight them all back. And when Medivh gets um, killed or, or defeated, um, the portal shuts off. And they start getting more of an upper hand. Um, then Medivh, being of his sound mind again, yeah. starts chanting to make a stormwind portal. So the dark portal fires up again, but on the other side, rather than it being Draenor, is stormwind. Oh, so what, they so, send them right into town, though? So, what that, so the idea there is it's like, look, humans, escape. You can get out of here. Uh, I see. And so, the, so the stormwind guards start freeing all the prisoners. They start running through the dark portal. They all go into stormwind. Um, you know, all the troops are kind of, they, they've got the, the high ground there. Um, but then Medivh dies and the portal fails. And the last bastion of humans are left with King Lane, Garona, and some of the other humans. And King Lane turns to Garona and he says, look, we're going to die. Okay, that's a given. But if you kill me, you'll live and you'll be held as a hero amongst your people. Um, you can still bring peace. You know, if you live, there's still hope. Yeah. So kill me. Yeah. And she's like, I can't do that. You're my friend. No, 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 I'm not. I can't. I can't. And he's like, look, you got to do it. And so then um, Blackhand starts coming for him. And he's been transformed by the fell at this point. See, he's an even bigger hulking green orc now. And his, his, his missing hand is more scaled and bony and gnarled. And he's coming. Does he have the weapon? The, 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 what is it? The... He has a weapon that's that's no he no he doesn't have the big hammer or anything he doesn't look anything like the Draenor uh, black hand which oh, was a really cool one that's too bad I really like that yeah he looks amazing in that but anyway so so he's coming for King Lane and he's like yeah I'm gonna kill you um but then Garona stabs him in the neck and kills King Lane and she's crying the whole time but then the orcs are like Garona killed the chieftain hey um and they're like okay cool I guess Garona's not that bad after all you know so she's now won their favor. Um, meanwhile, Lothar flies in on a griffin. You would have seen it in the trailers. Kind of fly, swoops in. His griffin just messes up a load of orcs. Like literally, just flies in, just starts ripping them apart, throwing people around. Um, he goes to pick up the body of King Lane. He sees the dagger which was given to Garona stuck in his neck, and he's <laughs> like, "Ah, oh, mother, really? <laughs> you think you know someone?" Yeah. And then puts King Lane's body on the back of his griffin and flies off. Okay. But just before he can take off, Blackhand grabs up and grabs the foot of this griffin and rips him back down to the ground, knocking the griffin and Lothar unconscious. Wow, like a like a big snow monster on Hoth when they're trying to get away with exactly. your tauntaun. Yeah. Bam, yeah. bam. So then really cool shot is like your eyes open as you're Lothar and you realize like, oh my God, I'm in the middle of this. And there's King Lane's sword just driven into the floor in front of you. And on the other side is uh, Blackhand, yeah. this hulking green monstrosity now yeah. and around you is just this circle of orcs just saying Mokrata, Mokrata. Yeah. and gestures towards the, the weapon like come on then bring it and uh, Lothar at this point is like yeah bring it mate I'm all about this um, so they're going to do another Mokrata so he picks up a sword um, and they just run at each other um, Lothar does a sweet <laughs> kind of knee slide and goes right underneath the middle of between the legs and the groin and basically slices Blackhand's dick right off. <laughs> um, 
I mean, you, you don't see it, but that's what his sword basically just goes like down the middle and up uh, uh, black hand. And then black hand like drops to the floor like, oh, my balls. <laughs> and then he plunges the sword in his back. And it's literally a fight that lasts maybe three, maybe five seconds. Oh, is it um, like uh, it. It's like you, Achilles in... in Sure, in, uh, you get the yeah. heel, or or it's like uh, or, Indiana Jones and the guy with the with two the swords, gun. and he just kind, shoots it, him. Kind yeah. of that same sort of thing. Yeah. And it's weird because you're like, oh man, I kind of like that to have been a bigger fight, but evidently that was what it was. So that's cool. Yeah. Um. So then Gul'dan's like, ah man, kill him anyway. And uh, then Garona's like, no, 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 you can't. These are our customs. These are our things. How can you expect your people to follow you if you won't respect our most you know precious and treasured um things? So they're like, ah, fine, screw it. So they let Lothar go with the body of King Lane. He flies off. Right. And he's still like, I can't believe Corona killed King Lane. Um, so now we have it. The orcs have been defeated in a way. So they've, the, their chieftain's gone uh, and the portal has been disabled. So the only orcs in Azeroth now are the ones that are there, wow. uh, that are left. Okay. Um, but at what cost? So we fly back to Stormwind. This is where we get like eight endings. Uh, we fly back to Stormwind and they have a funeral for King Lane. Yeah. And uh, they say, look, Lothar should lead us for the Alliance. For the Alliance! Yeah. And they all cheer there. Um, and then we get the credits. So it's, so King, Lo- it's King Lothar Lo- Lothar at that point. It's not King. No, no, no. He is literally just the, the, the general. He's like military of- leader of the... Of exactly. The, okay. Because Varian, Lo- um, Lane's son, yeah. as we know, King Varian, is there. He's, he's a small boy, but he's there. So he is the king. Do you have a scar on his face yet? No, he doesn't. Not yet. No. But the <laughs> thing is, is, so Henry Cavill was at the UK premiere yeah. um, when I was there. So I got to meet Superman, which is kind of cool. That is cool, yeah. Um, but he nearly missed the part of Superman um, because he was raiding in Warcraft. Yeah, he was playing Warcraft and missed the call he's, or something. Yeah, he's a huge, huge, huge Warcraft fan. Yeah. And I was thinking afterwards, I was thinking, man, he would make a sweet Varian Rin. Oh, he'd make a great yeah, Varian Rin. Could you imagine that? Yeah. That'd be amazing. He's got the accent. Uh, he's got the the the, the it, heft the and build, the build. Exactly oh. the look. I don't know. I think he would be amazing. Anyway, yeah, he would, so he would be really That's good. our kind of our film. I have literally. I mean, when we said spoilers, this isn't a review. This is a retelling. Yeah. Um, which is, I probably, I don't even know if we should put this out, Scott. No, we uh, should. We we're, we're going to be. Listen, there'll be another disclaimer at the top of the show. Put it like I literally say, look, we detail the whole film. So apologies up front. Yeah. Yeah. Watch it. I I love this kind of Cliff Notes version of it, and it brings up a point that I want to ask you about uh, that, that came up on the show last week. Yep. And I wanted to bring it up again because it has to do specifically with the way Blizzard tells stories and why I think uh, critics don't see it and why you and other players do see it. And I think it's this. Part of it is we're biased as hell and we all love Blizzard. That's part of it. But also mm-hmm. a big part of it, I think, is, and, and I'll repeat, this is a bit of a repeat from last week, people, so if you're listening to this, I apologize, but... Uh, they understand iconic and they understand character. Uh, and that's more important, especially in the games, than perfect, cohesive, plot-driven, beat-by-beat storylines. In other words... It's gameplay first. It's gameplay it's, first, yeah. right. But it's important for them to say... Like, they do it with... Uh, I bring up Overwatch as a good example of this because it's even more striking. They have a game without a single-player component, without any sort of backstory in the game itself... But even just playing it without seeing all the animated features or the intro movie or anything, you get a sense of these characters in a way that other game companies don't do very well. There, there's an iconicness to them. There's a they're they're tropey often, like Patrick said last week, which I totally agree with. Uh, they're full of tropes, but you wrap your head around them quickly. You like them immediately, and you want to know more about them all the time. And I feel like this movie and your retelling of it has 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 re- assured me 
that maybe that's the good and the bad of the movie. The good of the movie is that for fans of this stuff who already have embraced the iconicness of these characters, Duncan Jones and crew have have gone to lengths to do that, to preserve that. It, and, is, it, is, it is our world. Yeah. And it, it comes alive and it feels Warcraft yeah. from beginning to end. Right. The best bits are all the horde bits, all the orc stuff. Yeah. The orc stuff is amazing. Yeah. Um, at the same time, it's, it's tricky because... They've tried to bring in parallels. You know, Lothar has a son. Duritan has a son. Um, Lothar's son gets killed. Lothar, you know, is like, um, it, it, there's And then I haven't really gone into like Garona and her love story and, and how that works and, you know, her bridging the two sides. And that, like, there's, there's lots of subtle themes mm. around it and there's lots of not so subtle themes. Yeah. I think it is a very, very enjoyable film. Um, and it is one that, just doesn't do anything but make you excited about jumping back into WoW. Mm. Um, I'm confident it will perform very well financially at the box office, regardless of the critical response. Mm-hmm. And I think it would do more than well enough for them to make the next one. I worry a little the bit. Next one will be much better. I worry a little bit that here in the states, I mean, they made a much, bunch of money international already. It opened out of 20 markets, number one, and 19 of those 20. Like that's really a strong showing. Um, I worry here culturally we tend to give critics a little more um, uh, credence than in other parts of the world, and so I, I, t- I tend to think American audiences may be a little more hesitant based on those reviews. Um, however, I think the initial blast, like first or second weekend, should be kind of amazing because what you're going to have is all of the the faithful are all going to show up. Everybody who's played WoW at all are going to go. And even if that means third and fourth week are a little dismal, that may be enough to, you know, to argue for, for sequels. And he's shown interest in that, um, said a number of times he would gladly do sequels if the film does well. Um, and that's the thing. I I think I was, I was very surprised that the critical reception was so poor. Yeah. And that's what felt very strange to me because it was enjoyable. I can understand, like I said, it, it was, it was, very exposition heavy at the beginning. Like it was bam, 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 this place, this place story. Let's explain this. Let's explain that. But it's setting up a world and it's very hard to do. Uh, Lord of the Rings did it, you know, across three films with a much bigger budget and a lot more time in production mm-hmm. uh, and arguably better source material in Tolkien versus, you know, games. and that's my whole point about iconic versus um, what Tolkien did. Tolkien made a very different kind of thing. What Metzen and crew have done is created something that, is easily uh, accessible yet can be deep, and also your imagination plays a giant role in these games. You're you're meant to to see the essence of who Thrall is, and then get behind him in all the ways that <clears throat> you would get behind anybody in a personal way. You build a lot of the world around them in your own head, in your own play style, your own whatever. And I think that's that's hard to do in a, in a movie, or it's it's hard to do for general audiences who don't care about video games, and it's easy to do for gamers because we just we get it immediately. We'll see it and go, oh, okay. I, I totally get it. I mean, the good the good side is that the reviews are creeping up as more come in. Um, you know, most of those reviewers are not American press yet. Not not all of them. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's, you know, there's there's an there's enough chance for this thing to get more sort of even, like in the forty or fifty range of the percentage on Rotten Tomatoes, for example. But I just I worry people take that stuff too much to heart. And I really want people to just go and support it. Like, I feel like supporting this movie and getting out of it what we know we're going to get out of it is beneficial to the the overall community and culture of what we love about Warcraft in the first place. 
And I and I it's not to say that, you know, if it's not for you, people may go and go, ah, it's not for me. Well, that's okay too. And I, there's plenty of movies I don't like that some people like. Um, but when I heard you how much you liked it, that was striking to me because I tend to trust more than the internet. I trust people I know. Don't put and, it all on me, Scott. And listen, I don't want that pressure. <laughs> you if you have, don't like it, you don't like it. That's you, not my fault. You have always been, though, a guy, like when you were doing Movielicious and otherwise, you are pretty straight up honest about when you'll see a movie and if you thought it was shite or good or or whatever. Uh, and and you and I tend to agree most of the time. So I've been pretty excited about this. And that's partially why I thought, well, if we sit down and talk about this, I'm going to open myself up to the entire plot um, willingly because, A, I don't really care about spoilers, but B... Um, it's not really. I mean, like I said, if you played the games, yeah. the same things happen. There's slight nuances along the way, and that, like I said, I think visually, it's it, you will be lost in the film. Yeah. And I think that I think if you make it very clear, please, at the start, Scott, that please don't listen to this unless you've seen the film. Yeah, of course. Uh, save it till you've seen it because yeah. I don't want people to ruin it or you know listen to it knowing that you're going to have. Yeah, it. Yeah, as long as they know in the get um, they'll be fine. But it's um, I think for me, I came out of there just being like, that was Azeroth. Yeah. That that was it. Like I saw it, the you you don't question the scale, mm. the the places, they are what they are, and it's exciting to see, you know, the docks in Stormwind. It's exciting to see Elwyn Forest. It's just a load of trees, mm. but those trees are the right color. They're the right sort of shape. It feels like a massive giant Elwyn Forest. It's any hints it's, of Lordaeron? Any hints of uh, Arthas no, or his lineage? No, or? no exactly. So, well, you see, there's a council of the alliance. Mm of the other kingdoms and you see representatives from those other kingdoms. So I think there's probably one from the Gilneans. Um, I think he's quite argumentative if it's the ones I think, um, the, um, King Tenera uh, or Tenaris, Tenaris or whatever. I don't think, I don't recognize him as him. Mm. Um, but who knows? Um, the sigil, I didn't see the Lord of sigil, mm. um, properly, but maybe I did. Um, but they're there. There's high elves there as well because we're at this stage in the alliance where the blood elves aren't blood elves; they're high elves, yeah. and the night elves have yet to be discovered. Right. Um, there were some dwarfs. King Magni Bronzebeard was there, mm. um, and he's got like a couple of lines of just "Oh, this is blood. I'm a dwarf," um, <laughs> and that's great. I love and, that they are just that straight up ass dwarf type character yeah. type. I love and I think, that. And they look great. They look amazing. Mm. Like really, really good. Yeah. Um, there's so much cut footage from this film as well, apparently. I think there's like 30 minutes worth of it. Yeah, he's talking um, about a big director. And he says, cut. look, you know, if it does well enough, he's like, this is the hostage uh, that Duncan Jones is holding uh, to the fans. He says, look, if the film does well enough, I'll be able to get the budget to go and finish the special effects on these shots we cut and put them in an, in an extended cut. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think someone said that there were trolls in like a sacking of Stormwind scene. Oh, no way. Um, that definitely weren't in it. Um, so I don't know if that was for this film, the next film, or what. Um, but it may have just been for a test, or I, I don't know. Um, but apparently they filmed that, and uh, they had motion capture people with like long sticks on their arms to make them trolls. Um, so, Super cool. I want to see yeah, those. So, so I, I don't quite know what we don't see. I think, like I said, I, I can see some of the complaints that people who don't like it have. But at the same time, it seemed like people who didn't want to see it. I think that's the problem with um, reviewers is their job is to go and see a film and give their opinion on it. Yeah. Less so than, oh, that film looks good. I want to see it. And so I think a lot of people are like, I don't like this. This isn't what I wanted. Uh, this is bad. 
Um, people gave it crap because Corona's green um, instead of being patent native, uh, you know, black. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, what? How? What? How's it's an orc? What are you talking about? Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's like people will pick apart for ill-informed reasons as much as they want. I think as a Warcraft fan, you will watch this film and you will have a genuinely good time. It will take you to places you've been before, but in ways you've never seen it. And that alone, I just think, wow, thank you. It's like every time Blizzard does an anime, uh, an intro cinematic yeah. with something from the game in it, be it, you know, a Tauren shaman in the first one. You're like, oh, that looks so cool. Look at that dwarf hunter with a bear. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, I've got a bear. Look how cool the bear looks. Yeah. You know, it's that same magic, but turned up to 10. You know, in the Legion one, seeing Varian Rin on top of the Skybreaker, or whatever it's called, you know, the, the Alliance airship. I was like, man, I have been on that. That is amazing. Look how cool that looks. Yeah. That looks amazing. It's real. Like Genji you know, and Genji and Hanzo doing their ultimates in the Exactly. Thing. It's yeah. like, sh- we've done that thing. That's us. So that's yeah. amazing. We're seeing it in a new way. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is what that film delivers on. Um, and I think that, like I said, fans of Warcraft should be enjoying that's it. That's all I want. That's all I ever wanted. And, it, and I asked, so some months ago, I was talking about running a theater, which we're doing in a couple of weeks, week and a half. Uh, for for the movie and and that's all happening and everything and I had I had sent um, there were some very early like two or three reviews were out and they were all kind of rotten and I sent a text to Chris Metz and I just said dude tell me I'm not crazy for renting this theater I said how are we gonna do and he goes if you guys are fans of Warcraft you're gonna freaking love it like it's as simple as that and everything I've heard since then from fans of Warcraft confirms it that this is gonna be a movie for Warcraft fans. And if you are a fan of that long lineage of amazing content and incredible gameplay and community and everything else this stuff represents, I think you're probably in safe hands. So go see it and uh, let us know in the feedback and, you know, what you thought of the movie when you got on the other side. And for those of you who did like me and listen to this with, you know, full spoiler ears, uh, I, I hope you enjoy this. I did. I enjoyed the hell hardcore, out of it. Hardcore, guys. You know, Why would you do that? Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of it. Your play-by-play was... But like I said, I think what you'll find watching it is I haven't I haven't said everything. I right. I pretty much have. Um, but the watching is far more enjoyable than hearing me tell you. Yeah, about oh it. yeah. But I like but also I... have a look and see what references you can spot. Um, there's a fishing barber yeah. in there somewhere. Yeah. And you'll be like, oh my god, that's the fishing barber. Did you t- uh, did you get all did you get all the atten- all up to attention when they showed the sign or the uh, the the bulletin board thing in Stormwind to look for all the quests? No, I wasn't that. No, I wasn't that excited about that. Mm. No, it's it's funny. I mean, the thing is, is so we got to go on set um, on some of the sets and play with the props and see the sets. And it's, it's impressive. It's really well made. Um, like King Lane's armor looks amazing. Yeah. Um, and you see it in real life and it looks like it's made of plastic. And you're like, how does this look as good on film? As I like, like, I don't get it. But it's just, I'm, I guess, how they light it and all the rest. Mm-hmm. You know, I got to play with the swords. You know, those are uh, made of plastic as well. It's like, it's like Chinbeard made it all. You know, it's that, <laughs> they're the same weight. They, you know, they, 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 they're, they're cosplay props, basically, right. on an epic level. Right. Um, but it's really cool. Did you get to keep it's any cool. of that stuff or no? No, no, no. no. They, they, they didn't let us do anything. Yeah. Um, I, well, I, I kept a, um, a, a, a kind of fact sheet that they gave out on it. Well, they had on the table that had like a profile on everyone so that if you spoke to anyone, apparently you were meant to read it and know like, oh, yeah, Paula, yeah, it's great. How's the, how's the family? How was the <laughs> film that you were last in? The, uh, you know, it's, it's really silly. Um, but I mean, the cast and stuff that I met were all super lovely and humble. Um, and kind of, I think, genuinely excited to see what people thought of it. Yeah. Um, and 
from all the people I spoke to around me, everyone loved it. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, then you've got like just the naysayers out there. Well, but, you got some wiener at a at a you know some New York newspaper talking about a thing yeah. he's never set foot in. I, I don't know how you take that as part of your decision to go or not. You know, hmm. like how can you? There's no there's no pedigree there. There's no whatever. Turfster's been playing this game for eleven years. He really really liked it. Uh, his whole life has been in and out of something to do with Warcraft and Blizzard for the last ten years in various ways on the side mm-hmm. and for jobs like i think that's a that's a better source for me than- yeah and, but like i said it isn't a perfect film you know there's there's definitely cheesy bits in there there's bits that fall flat sure um there's references that just don't need to be there or is it in your face mm-hmm. but that's not to say that everyone is the same um for, for me I think uh, my theater full of people are going to scream and laugh when oh, that, mur- were, when that Murloc hot, shows up. And th- but the thing is, it's like, so the ding thing, I was like, I turned to everyone afterwards. I was like, I can't believe that ding. And they're like, what? And I was like, you know, when, when uh, Cadgar fought with D at the end, he dinged. And they're like, what did he? I'm like, yeah, did you not get that? And they're like, oh no, I didn't, I didn't get that. I was like, it was super cringy. Um, and then the next day we were doing this skit with uh, Duncan Jones and he's like, what do you think of the film? I was like, I loved it, man. It's really good. He's like, did you get, did you get the references? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I think I spotted most. I'd probably have to watch it a couple more times to get them all. He's like, did you see the ding? And I was like, oh, yeah, it was great. It was amazing. <laughs> but, yeah. He's pretty proud of that one. He, I think so. And I think the thing yeah. is, is that he genuinely does love the game. Um, I think he's much more of an old school Warcraft fan, the yeah. RTSs. Yeah. Um, I don't think, for example, he would be um, have clocked in, you know, 100,000 hours in WoW. Yeah. I think he's played a, a quite a lot. But I think his heritage is the RTS. Yeah. Um, Rob Kaczynski has played a heck of a lot of WoW. Yeah, he loves um, it. And he's still playing it and still enjoys it, and that's great. Um, but I don't think brings anything to the character of Ogrim. Mm. Um, you know, I don't see Ogrim, you know, kind of pronouncing stuff. Oh, yeah, that's, that's definitely how you do it. Right. Or, you know, like our whole skit we did was about how bad the film would be if it was the game. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. You cannot take something like this and treat it with the same way that you expect wow to behave sure um so swings and roundabouts but yeah overall really enjoyable film if i was to score it out of 10 i'd give it an eight that's pretty good because i think it's i think it's super solid as a warcraft fan um i cannot see how people are giving it like twos i think those people are smoking something special or they're just then they're honestly just being like i don't have enough attention to warrant looking through this i'm just gonna bow out now yeah i think the reality for me is it's a super super fun experience and it deserves your time and attention. And comparing it to Battlefield Earth, I feel like is almost is it's patently offensive rude. no matter what movie you're comparing it to. That, very rude. That thing's a piece of shit. And everyone knows it. There's no argument there. No, exactly. You know, well, I don't some... know. Again, maybe like Scientologists look at that and go like, sweet, that is spot on. Yeah, it's maybe. great to see our kind of beliefs come to life on the, on the screen. <laughs> Terrible it's movie. Like, hey. It's um, so bad. But, that's, but like I said, I just don't know. I, all I know is from my perspective, everyone should watch it all if you right. like wow if you listen to this show you should go see it all right go see it uh let us know what you think this has been a special episode and we hope you've enjoyed it um you know and if anyone complains about like me literally telling you the story yeah you can jog on right now because we warned you at the beginning yeah you've had Scott I, will definitely the double warning <laughs> i will give you originally a double i thought warning. i was just going to kind of go in and talk about a few things and then i ended up talking about it beat for beat. I'm I loved sorry. it i, I loved it no 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 i think it's great i feel the excitement is palpable and i think people will probably agree Uh, Let us know what you think there at home, everybody. Thanks so much. We'll be back with a regular episode soon. Until then, everybody, um, enjoy the movie. Go see it, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye, Terpster. Should have already seen it. Don't ruin it. Bye. Bye.